0: This is Annie Stevens-Gleason, Minister for Worship and Incorporation at the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I'd like to welcome you to our worship podcast. Greetings and good evening. This is Reverend Gary Lubin serving as deacon with the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer in Cincinnati, Ohio. Welcome to our daily devotion in the early evening for individuals and families which can be found on page 139 of the Book of Common Prayer. Our reading from the Daily Office is Matthew chapter 4, verses 18 through 25. Now let us begin our worship together. O gracious light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun, and our eyes behold the vesper light. We sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O Giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. A reading from the Gospel according to Matthew. As he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fish for people. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, in the boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets. And he called them. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Jesus went throughout Galilee teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease and every sickness among the people. So his fame spread throughout all Syria and they brought to him all the sick, those who were afflicted with various diseases and pains demoniacs, epileptics, and paralytics, and he cured them, and great crowds followed him from Galilee, the Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and from beyond the Jordan, the Gospel of our Lord. Greetings and good evening to you once again. Jesus' very first disciples made a choice, didn't they? How would I have responded? Do you wonder about the same thing? What kind of a job would we have had in those days? Would what we do now preclude us from responding like they did then? And how are our jobs similar to or different than being a fisherman or a fisherwoman in those days? Just what would we do if Jesus showed up today and invited us to follow? So, as Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee one day, he saw the brothers Peter and Andrew plying their family trade by casting a net into the water and, of course, hoping for a good catch. Also hoping for a good catch, Jesus said to them, Follow me and I will make you fish for people just like he was doing, I guess. What an invitation. Apparently, because of whatever chemistry or dynamic that was going on, they could not refuse. Jesus' charisma, perhaps? Was the Holy Spirit at work? Did she set them apart, guide them? intending to sustain them as she motivated the two of them to immediately drop what they were doing, leaving all of their nets, you know, to be netted by Jesus? Did I say immediately? Yes, immediately. It turned out to be an invitation to love. You know, love connects us one to another, one-on-one and in community. Self, spouse, children, parents, friends, people we don't know, even our pets, of course. Human relationships can be complex and complicated. The Greeks had seven or more words to describe various kinds of human love relationships. Ludus, Eros, Pragma, Philia, Storge, and Agape. Covering a very wide spectrum. Well, you know, like self-love, which is a normal, necessary, healthy quality, which can narcissistically run amuck with dire consequences. <laughs> Just check out social media. Then non-committal, flirtatious, playful infatuations. Then there's romantic, passionate, erotic involvement. Then, affection between friends, family relationships, like, for example, love for children. Then there is the kind of love which is selfless, brotherly, sisterly, charitable, universal love, the love of God for people and the love of people for God. As Thomas Aquinas put it, to will the good of another and ultimate love, the Greek word being agape, often appearing in the Bible, and a term used by Jesus, sacrificial love. Of course, all of these types of love are not mutually exclusive and certainly overlap, but these classifications do help to understand that complexity, that complexity, to understand ourselves and to be self-aware. And this is the journey that Jesus invited all of them to embark upon with Jesus. Maybe they dropped everything they were doing because it was love at first sight. Or, since we are talking fish here, (laughs) love at first bite. They took whatever bait Jesus was offering, hook, line, and sinker. Walking along with this interesting catch in tow, Jesus then saw three other fishermen in their boat mending their nets. They were Zebedee and his two sons, James and John. We are not told this time exactly what Jesus says to them, but Jesus calls the two brothers who also immediately stop what they are doing to leave the boat and also leaving their dad, I imagine, gawking at them. It seems that he was not invited to join the odd collection of disciples that Jesus was gathering. And we don't hear any more about Zebedee. Was this a generation gap kind of thing? Or is Zebedee just too old to make the journey? Age discrimination or age discretion? Who knows? It could have been a prudent thing to do to stay home with his partner in life and other children, grandchildren, as in love of family? On a personal level, I am curious to know whether this was an easy or tough choice to make for those who were chosen. Perhaps easy at first, maybe hard, but did they have any kind of idea what they were getting into? Later on, Jesus did say there would be times of separation like this. Jesus then leads this motley crew, the four of them and the others picked up along the way. First of all, leads them throughout all of Galilee, teaching and preaching and proclaiming and practicing the good news of God's love expressed through grace and mercy, curing every disease and every sickness among the people, we are told, becoming so well known throughout all Syria that all the sick, Those who were afflicted with various diseases and pains, demoniacs, epileptics, and paralytics, were brought to Jesus who cured them all. He cured them all. Great crowds followed him from all over the place with names like Galilee, the Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and even from beyond the Jordan River. They were all with Jesus for the duration of his three or so year long journey and ministry through all of the thick and thin, listening to and coming to own for themselves and to share with others, with the other, Jesus' message of love. Now, along the way, though, there were many who left. In the Gospel of John, we are told that, quote, Many of his disciples turned back and no longer went about with him. So, Jesus asked the twelve, Do you also wish to go away? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom can we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. Oh, yeah. But even among the twelve, there was that one named Judas, though, who was rather really conflicted and confused. How very much like a family. Having a rather dysfunctional relationship with my own brother, I'm willing to give Judas some slack. After all, who am I to judge? The followers of Jesus are all examples They are all examples for us to learn from, including the women you know, especially the women who give us a very unique perspective. You know, if my life circumstances were like theirs, perhaps I would have said yes. The thing is, we don't have to fret about what we may have done or not have done if we were them in that place and time, because we are not them, and we are living in the world of today. The world of today presents us with all reasons under heaven to make choices, to say yes in this time and place. And perhaps easier to do so having the benefit of historical perspective, if you know what I mean. Yes, do you agree? We are all created by love, in love, for love, to love God and one another, especially the other. In God's grace and mercy, to love our neighbor. And our neighbor is anyone who is in need. Heck, we can get started going fishing by just looking in the mirror. Amen. And now a reading from the second letter of Paul to the Corinthians. It is not ourselves that we proclaim. We proclaim Christ Jesus as Lord and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For the same God who said, out of darkness let light shine, has caused his light to shine within us. To give the light of revelation, the revelation of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Let us now say together the Lord's Prayer. Amen. O God, because without you we are not able to please you, mercifully grant that your Holy Spirit may in all things direct and rule our hearts. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Now let us take some time pausing our worship together, if we'd like to do that, to offer up our prayers of intercession, thanksgiving, and praise for the world, for the church, for our national life, for the social and natural orders, for family and personal life, in particular for those who are suffering and for those who have died. Let us now pray the Collect for the Human Family, which is found on page 815 of the Book of Common Prayer. O God, you made us in your own image and redeemed us through Jesus, your Son. Look with compassion on the whole human family. Take away the arrogance and hatred which infect our hearts. Break down the walls that separate us, unite us in bonds of love, and work through our struggle and confusion to accomplish your purposes on earth, that in your good time, all nations, all peoples of the earth, the one human family may serve you in harmony around your heavenly throne. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray now the Collect for Social Order and Social Justice, which can be found on page 823. Grant, O God, that your holy and life-giving Spirit may so move every human heart and especially the hearts of the people of this land that barriers which divide us may crumble, suspicions disappear, and hatred cease, that our divisions being healed, we may live in justice and peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And now let us pray the concluding collect which is found on page 139 of the prayer book. Lord Jesus, stay with us, for evening is at hand and the day is past. Be our companion in the way, kindle our hearts and awaken hope that we may know you as you are revealed in scripture and the breaking of bread. Grant this for the sake of your love. Amen. Now go in peace, hope, and joy to love and serve our God in the name of our teacher and Savior, Jesus.